this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. And I start out saying with every one of these podcasts that we're not talking about going deep diving into stuff that's really scary or places that you've yet to explore and expand into. This is about stepping into your relationship with your spirit self on your terms, basically, as best you can. And um, really cultivating a relationship with that part of you that you know is the truth, uh, that is aligned with your highest knowing, your highest truth, your highest contribution to the world, the part that you know you are. Uh, Quite often, we, um, and I'll say, I'll ask this question to my clients, it's like, what are your highest principles? What, What do you know is true about the world or about the universe or about God? And they will say things that are really true for them. You know, that, that there's 100% potentiality in the, in the universe, that, that the universe is all loving and God is all loving, and, um, and that there's always support there. So they will say many things that are similar to that. And then I'll say, so do you make choices from that place? And they so say, no, <laughs> uh, well, I'm kind of hedging my bet. Like, what if that isn't true? It's like, wait a minute, you know that's true. You know in your highest knowing, your highest truth, that is true. Yeah, but what if? And so people begin to live based on the consensus view of reality, which is 99% fear-based, if you will, and based on the doing of you, the doing that you do, as opposed to the being of you. And the being of you is the essence of you, the essence of you as the divine being, as the, the drop of, of oneness that you are, the rarefied being that you are. That's who you are. That's who each of us are. And yet uh, we don't necessarily live that way, even though we know that's true. Uh, a client of mine, I talked to her today, and she's like, She's so radiant in her being, and she has such divine presence in her self. And she's a um, she does work with people, and so she brings this to her clients. And um, she's she's in some challenges right now. And so I say, so what? <laughs> what's your truth? What's your highest truth? And she tells me what she I mentioned, you know, in terms of the specialness and the 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 preciousness that she is. And yet she'll say, but do I have a right to live that way? And it's like, wait, 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 every single one of us in the on the planet has the right to live in uh, preciousness and in their birthright of calm and uh, clarity and uh, expression of our natural being. And, uh, and we each have that right to live in that place that is our home, if you will, inside ourselves. Each of us has that right. Now, 98% of us don't utilize or live into that right of, of um, really expanding into that place of calm and radiance and beauty and creativity and brilliance and intelligence and knowingness. Now, knowingness isn't the same as being right about everything. In fact, it's like the opposite in a sense that uh, I know for me, I make up a lot of stuff about what I think is happening in the world or happening to me or happening in my bank account. And um, a lot of it I'm making up. I don't know that's true. Or I make up based on the past 
what the past said or the evidence said. That's not true either, because in this moment, none of that is true. None of this, none of that is true. So I have to think about that and begin to utilize my intelligence to go, yeah, that's none of that is true. I'm just making it up based on the past or making it up on what other people are saying or making it up. And if I'm making it up, then I'm not right about it. And if I'm not right about it, I can let it go. Because I'm just not making any, first of all, I'm not making sense, but I'm not making meaning in a way that inspires me and makes me feel good in my life. So what I'm pointing to is the degree of self-empowerment that I have, that my clients have, that you have, to make a difference in how you are choosing to see and interpret the world, interpret yourself, interpret life, interpret God. Each of us has an opportunity to choose differently. And that's where self-empowerment comes in. We empower ourselves to choose differently. And, you know, quite often we think if I, you know, in, in, in fact, quite, quite a few people, in a sense, um, do a spiritual intelligence thing. They get intellectually um, engaged in spiritual material, but they don't actually embody it. They don't actually have direct experiences with the experience of being in faith, living in faith, taking the leap of faith, um, expanding their capacities to be with uh, challenging things like giving up an interpretation that they've been living with. Few of us are really willing to risk the, <laughs> the moment to say, what if I see this differently? I mean, I say that the divine is always here and the divine is always in play and that the divine is always uh, serving my best interest. What if I actually saw the world and the divine in that way? What if I actually for just a few moments, practiced that, what would show up? And in that, what if I practiced that, and then actually practicing it, we're having a direct experience with experimentation, investigating, what would it be like if I actually did this instead of that? That direct experience is the embodiment of the being of you. In that choice, you are being you making a different choice. And that's one of the core foundational elements of this work of spiritual immersion is taking responsibility, taking action to do it differently. And the doing differently is mostly being different. In a sense, taking an action can be being different. That's a huge action. If I say, "I'm, I'm going to be quiet, People say, well, that's not an action being quiet, but it's actually a huge, <laughs> huge, huge action to be quiet. It takes a lot of energy and training and discipline to be quiet. And uh, that's just the, the fact of the matter. Then if I say, well, wow, I'm having a hard time being quiet, then I can begin to explore what are the variables? What are the elements that are not helping me be quiet? Oh, I've got the radio on. I've got my Facebook notifications on. I've got my Twitter notice on. I've got the phone ringing, or at least I can hear it ring. All of these things that can be distractions. I know for myself, those knowing that the phone could ring is a distraction, and so I, I'll um, turn my phone ringer off, or and I'll turn off all my notifications. I turn off everything, so that if I want to be quiet, if I want to take a nap, for instance, or just be quiet. 
I know there's nothing going to ring. <laughs> Nothing's going to notify or bing or ding or anything. So that's a really important element of, of this process of spiritual immersion is seeing the degree to which self-empowerment is critical, that you can't just think yourself through a spiritual process. You actually have to be in it. <laughs> you have to be in it and you have to be participate in it. Uh, in the 90s, when I was uh, getting my PhD in transpersonal psychology in the San, Fran San Francisco Bay Area, I taught sailing on the San Francisco Bay, which was just an exquisite experience. And part of the, the, uh, the training for people who are students to learn how to sail, we had classrooms where the teacher, me, or the others would talk so people would hear what we're saying. We would write on the board so they'd have to read. We would write in colors so that people would get stimulated in that way too. So we were using colors, we were using diagrams, we were talking, they were listening, they were hearing, they were seeing, all of that. And then we had to go down into the boat and they had to do what we just had talked about. And, you know, people are listening and watching and listening, you know, reading. And yet when they go down to get in the boat, they go, I don't know what I'm not, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And that's the whole element of this spiritual immersion process is similar into anything we have to learn is we have to have the direct experience of it. And so it's one thing to talk about it. This is true for me too. I have the same challenge. I can talk. <laughs> Obviously, I keep talking to you about all of these things in these podcasts. I can talk about it for a long time. The practice of it takes discipline and the, the discipline takes devotion I am devoted to knowing myself in the relationship with my spirit self. And I, I'm devoted to uh, having a greater, deeper relationship with oneness, the universal source of all that is, God. I am devoted to that practice. And so in that devotion, I make time to listen. I make time to, to do what are my devotional things. Writing is one of those devotional um, practices. It's a huge devotional practice. I write when I'm in this this state of contemplativeness because there's all kinds of juicy information that comes to me and I need to write it down because I won't remember it. <laughs> and if I don't remember it, um, then I can't practice it and I can't focus on what it, what was that I heard? What was that I, that came to me? What What is that, how that's different than, than how I was or what could be? I've asked those, myself those questions and, and write things down so that I stay um, attending to that. So again, the big takeaways for today is this is all about you self-empowering yourself to directly experience what you're being asked to experience, which might be just being in the moment, uh, being with your emotional self, being in your physical this, the state of being. There's all kinds of practices that are pretty simple, not easy, but, but simple that you're being asked to do, you're asking yourself to do. And um, the, the, um, the um, I'm thinking of the coaching to the, um, the gradient. The gradient may be very, very low in a sense. There's not, it's not a steep gradient. The learning curve isn't huge. It's just being tenacious and uh, patient with yourself in this process. I am here to support you and empower you through this process. You can email me at rosie at the paradigm shifts.com. You can go to my website, 
theparadigmshifts.com. And you can see all kinds of blogs and books and videos that will support you through this process. I offer coaching and also training, uh, coach training, uh, so that if you're interested in any of that, just, just email me and I'm happy to talk to you about that. All right, big hugs, blessings, and bye for now. Mm-hmm.